Peace and love from the king, Comrade Don, live from the studios, standing, fighting for justice. We're live tonight, and we have a special guest from Atlanta, Georgia, who I had the opportunity to meet in Washington, D.C. a few weeks ago at the March on Washington by the National Action Network and people from all over America who came to that event to call an end to social injustice against people of color all across America, police brutalities, police murder of our unarmed black sisters, children, and brothers. And I met this brother in Washington, D.C., Jay Vizzle, and he's on Instagram, and you're going to meet him tonight right here live in the studio. Standing for justice of the King Comrade Don in New York City. We're live tonight. So let's give him a round of applause and welcome him to the studio. Jay Vizzle, introduce yourself, brother. <clears throat> what's up, what's up? Jay Vizzle, TV, the sexual intellectual, live from Atlanta, Georgia, born and raised, artist, DJ. Manufacturer of PSA, please stop asking. That's my brand, my life, and my love. What's up? Oh, what's good? Okay. Jay Vizzle, uh, first, why don't you give us your Instagram information and your website or whatever you have where people can go and see your videos, your recordings, and your music? Well, Alright, please stop asking dot com to where you can get everything, man, from the music to the blogs to the clothes that I sell, you know what I'm saying? That's the brand PSA, please stop asking. You know, it's it's a lot of PSAs, but I'm stop asking. You can catch me on J J Vizzle, J B I Z Z L E E on Instagram and Twitter as well. So, you know, shout out to you. That's me. You're breaking up for a minute, Jay Vizzle. Repeat that last part. Oh, my, my bad. I was just saying, man, my Instagram is Jay Vizzle, J-V-I-Z-Z-L-E-E. That's where you can catch my updates on my clothes, shows, music, and just, um, you know, my, that's me on Instagram. What's the name of your clothing brand? PSA, please stop asking. You know, established. In 2012, you know, find out for yourself. Please stop asking, you know. And why were you in Washington, D.C.? Man, I was there for the cause, for the march, you know, also establishing some networking, you know, with the people. It was my first time being up there, so I wanted to establish myself with the people and, you know, just catch a vibe for what's going on. And um, also selling some merch, you know, with, with some of my family, you know, just um, just networking and really, really finding out how the people feel in the streets and, you know, just being there and talking to people and, you know, being a part of the, of the solution and not the problem. You know? I like that. And you had the opportunity uh, to meet me and I had the opportunity to meet you. It was a blessing. Uh, as this compadre and this future uh, collaboration uh, has uh, been birthed out of that meeting. Uh, 
how do you feel about the uh, status of the police in America? And how do you feel about the police when it comes uh, in terms of uh, treatment of people of color, us? Well, learning the origins of the policing in America and how most of them were, you know, the whole organization was founded on capturing slaves and returning slaves back to the Matthews state. Mm. You know, just paying attention to to that history in itself tells you everything that you need to know about the police, that they aren't here to protect us, to serve us. You know, that's what they, you know, they masked it up, but that's not what's going on. You know what I'm saying? And it's just me being a, always a part of the solution and taking forward. I think moving forward, we want to see a future where we don't, have an establishment as far as the enforcement of the police department where we build communities where we can hold each other accountable, you know, and protect each other, you know, without, you know, having to be in uniforms and things like that, where we can have our own arms protecting ourselves and be able to have conversations, you know, because this, this, this police violence is, is violent, you know, it's part of the crime rate. So it's, it's, it's ugly, man. And this has been going on, you know, for my time. I'm only 23, but this has been going on years before I was even born. So the fact that it's still happening now is just let you know it's deeply rooted in America and unfortunately in our culture. Yes. Uh, I want to uh, speak on what you're referring to. In fact, you're referring to what they call uh, the black codes. The black codes were uh, laws, rules, and regulations uh, that the uh, European founders of America came out with after the so-called emancipation, where they basically criminalized everything that a black person did in order to keep them legally enslaved. Hence the 13th Amendment uh that exists today, which makes you a legal slave of the state if you're convicted of a felony. So these was trapped laws designed to keep the black man enslaved after the so-called emancipation uh, proclamation. That's what you're referring to about the black code laws, right? Okay. See, more information, the better. Okay, that's what you're really and, referring um, to, yeah. Yeah, also... um. Oh, yeah, you can continue. I kind of lost the train of my thought. Okay, that's all right. It's all right. It's all right. Now, today I called for a nationwide boycott of all Asian establishments in America, in every state, city, town, village, hamlet, countryside, wayside, roadside, and any side. And that uh, people of color, especially black people, should not frequent any of these establishments because they do not put any money into our community. They do not lend to us. They do not extend any credit to us. And they take millions and billions of dollars out of our communities and they treat us like garbage. And the Chinese in China, how they treated uh, our brothers and sisters during COVID-19 over there evicting them, yeah. shutting down their businesses and so forth. And so I've called for a nationwide uh, boycott of all uh, Asian establishment, Chinese restaurants, Korean uh, lashing, eyelash and pedicure salons and, and so forth. Uh, are you in agreement with that boycott? Yeah, I'm in agreement with that boycott. 
Well, I'm always looking at from everything from a solutionistic point and a diplomatic time of agreement. And it's, I'm great. I'm glad that we have this conversation because I have a um, I have an Asian female friend, and we had this conversation not even a month ago about how deeply and rooted Asian America is into Black America and vice versa. You know, we grew up watching Kung Fu films, you know, eating ramen because it was, you know, it was very accessible. It was cheap. But we also see how Asian Americans taken advantage of our people in our community as far as, like you said, wig shops, nails, convenience stores, and taking our money and using the opportunity to capitalize on us, but at the same time not giving us the proper treatment as black people. Mm-hmm. So where I see it, in my perfect world, I see where we come to terms in some point, maybe a place in the future, where we come to an agreement and make the power be in the numbers and we, and we create a coalition in order to understand each other to make peace and further possible business relations and 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 um really making better light of the situation that has been so what can I say? Just so deeply rooted in our in our cities and our town. You know. Um I really I really see a future in black people owning their own cities. Us our own in our own towns, our own communities, our own shops. But we also have to learn how to come together as a community and, and build that trust that we have lost over the years and over decades. And I do see that happening. I just seen a family that purchased, um, I think about 90 acres in Georgia down here. They called it, um, they want to recall it Freedom Georgia. And that's a step, you know. So I definitely see it happening. And, um, I'm just always in the middle when it comes to these things. I'm always looking for a solution, how we can better this. So um, maybe a boycott is necessary in my terms. I think everything is necessary. So whatever we need to do to just become aware and to be able to support ourselves and recirculate our dollar is what we need to do. You know, and it all starts with a conversation, you know, reaching out and, and just going from there. I believe we all can do it. Okay. The, I am uh, aware and familiar with the family that you're talking about. In fact, I have it posted uh, on all my uh, social media outlets concerning the family that bought the land to uh, give black people a home in your area of Atlanta, Mm -hmm. Georgia. I have it posted on my uh, social media outlets, I think, since uh, last week or week before last. And so... uh, in order for uh, us to have a dialogue with these Asian people, we must first, in my opinion, boycott them and hurt their pockets because the bulk of their profits are made off black people and people of color. And they don't shop, they don't shop in any of black establishments. And we must also focus on uh, supporting black businesses. Uh, black people have a problem with that and they refuse to support black businesses and they give all these hard-earned dollars to people that really don't care about us and when we go in the establishments they disrespect us 
completely. Yeah. And they're only concerned about taking our dollars. And they would not go to the corner store and buy anything in that store uh, at that community from that community store unless it's an Asian store. So all their goods and they're taking our dollars out of the community and not putting them back. So we got to boycott them. And I would like for you to uh, uh, support that boycott in your area of Atlanta, Georgia. It's posted today on all my social media outlets, all the group pages. Uh, all across the nation in America, we must first hit their pockets. And when you hit their dollars, then we can sit down and dialogue and probably get some understanding. And, uh, 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 you know, because they're people of color, too, though they don't like to uh, recognize that fact. But they are people of color, but they're not black, but they are people of color. But we must support right. black businesses. And we're not about division and separation and all that nonsense. We're just about fair treatment equal treatment and uh, sharing the resources and not taking resources out of our communities and starving that community and exploiting that community just for their dollars and not respecting them. We must check and balance that. And we're going to, and I call for that boycott today. You'll see it posted on all my social media outlets, even on right. Instagram. And now I want to get into your music. Uh, I've listened to your music that you sent me. There's some music. I like all the music. I like the beats and the sounds. In fact, I'm trying to connect you with my uh, blood nephew who's in Greensboro, uh, North Carolina. Uh, and I gave you his Instagram uh, page info. He has two of them uh, to be exact. And you listen to some of his beats and you like the beats because I spoke with you on the phone concerning him. And uh, I'm trying to do that for you. And I would like to see y'all collaborate. So give me time to do that. But in your music, uh, some words that I don't use are in your music. And it's one word in particular that I'm totally against. And uh, it's the N-word. The N-word to me can't be made uh, into a positive. I put up a post a few months ago. Uh, not even a few months ago. Maybe a few weeks ago. Concerning the N-word and how only in America... Can you use the N-word and become famous and profit off of it in movies, uh, in rap music? A lot of rappers uh, have become famous and millionaires by using that word in their raps and music. And I noticed in some of yours that N-word is explicitly stated. And I'm totally against it, but I can't tell you how to do your music. But... Uh, I would uh, wish that you would uh, one day uh, realize that you can come to uh, doing music without uh, keeping the status quo of ignorance with using that word. Uh, Will Smith is one of the most famous rappers in America, and you know that. And he has never used the N-word in any of his rap songs or albums. You won't find that word being used. But he's become a millionaire off those rap songs. So it can be done. But uh, a lot of uh, rappers and a lot of people and a lot of your generation now have uh, uh, used the word, but you don't use it in the racial terms. But it's still a negative word and it's derogatory. And we must start with stamping it out and this use of stamping it out because it's just a foul, derogative word concerning black people. For, for example, you can't... Uh, Use the word uh, kike, spick, jap, 
You understand what I'm saying? And referring to other people, they will boycott you. They will put you out of business. You'll lose all your fame, your records, your album, and all this and that. So why then should the N-word be allowed to get free uses without any type of punishment? You understand what I'm saying? And so what is your... No, I, I, what is I your, understand. Oh, I'm sorry, to, what I'm sorry is, to cut you off. Okay, what is your uh, a position on the N-word in your music? Okay, well, even dating back to um, the conversation we just had, I also want to clarify that I don't want to call for just a boycott on Asian markets, but I also think we should call a boycott on America in a total as far as a capitalistic stand view, because we also support white businesses, Jewish, you know, uh, Spanish, Mexican, and um, I think we should also just call for a full boycott on America as far as a capitalistic viewpoint and fully focused on the black dollar. Okay. So I'm, in, I'm in full total support of that. Okay, well, hold up one second. Let me explain something to you. Jewish people and white people and Hispanic people, they do spend money in black communities and in black establishments all over America but Asians do not that is the big difference you understand if the Asians was giving back to the community and spending with us in our businesses then there would be no need for a boycott Jews do frequent black establishment Muslims do it uh, uh, Hispanics do it to a degree and so but Asians don't frequent any black establishments for any purchases of anything do you recognize the difference fully mm. but at the same time I agree to disagree to also just say I want to fully because I don't like to ostracize just one group. no no excuse me a minute you have I understand I, I understand a hundred percent no I said no no, no no I'm not asking I, no, I agree Okay, no, no. I'm not asking you, do you understand? I'm asking you, do you recognize the different distinction as a, like this? For example, if I come to your store every day and I spend money with you and I have a business down the block and you pass my store where you could get the item and go to a white store and buy that item only, but I still shop at your store, do you see the difference there? That seems like support. Yeah. Okay. Now, what I'm telling you is that you mentioned it should be a boycott all around because Jews and these people and that people. What I'm telling you is that the people that you mentioned do shop and spend money with black establishment, do give to black causes, do help out black communities. The Asians do not. Do you recognize the distinction? Of that, I recognize the distinction of what you're saying, but I also have Asian friends counterparts that also support me and, and several. Well, we're not talking. See, and we're not talking about who supports you. This is not about you. This is not about me. This is about all of us on the whole, on the business sense. On the cultural sense, on the community sense, you can't take it on a personal level. See, I don't have anything personally against any individual Asian. 
it's not an individual. We're talking about the profits and the sharing of resources against with uh, communities of different persuasions and different ethnic backgrounds. It makes no sense that I give all my money and services and resources to you, yet you don't share and help me profit on mine that I have in my store. It makes no sense. So all your dollars you're taking out of my community and none are being returned to the community. It is a difference. And so that's why I call for the boycott. But that's not what this interview is about. And so I want you to get back okay. to the N-word in your music. Yeah, let's, because let's a come, lot of us, a lot let's of us, back to that, yeah, a lot of us. interesting topic and we what, can go what in more into depth on that. And I, I like that conversation. Okay, well, that could be for another show. But, um, I want to uh, okay. address the N-word, and, and I've told you how I felt in millions of conscious, woke, black people and people of color feel the same way when it comes to the N-word. Now, as I told you, mm-hmm. I can't tell you what to put in your music. I can only tell you what I dislike in your music. And so far, the only thing I dislike is the use of the N-word. That's not saying that you can't continue to do the N-word. I just don't like it. I will still listen to your music, but I would blot out that word every time it comes up. So what is your take mm. on the N-word? I don't really have a stance on the N-word. It's just, um, I don't I don't have a stance on it. As But as um, you were talking historically about, you know, you can't use a word like type or even nowadays, you can't even say faggot or or just, you know, it's in different words, but you also have to look at the terms and the fact that the industry we're working in. When we when it comes to music, a lot of this is owned by Jewish companies and, you know, these people that are behind the scenes. So of course they will allow you to say nigga and they will allow you to, you know, just even promote violence to your songs. And um even with music, I've had times where I just didn't want to create because I wanted to focus on where I want to move in the future. You know, I want to focus on, you know, gardening and growing and, and focus on my community. But music just becomes an expression for me. So I would do it just because I enjoy it anyway. And that's how I feel. So I don't always agree with saying the N-word all the time. Sometimes it just comes out. Sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's bad. But you say, it, you know, you don't, you don't give it more power than it should have. And um, my thing is, I do see a future where, you know, even myself, I have songs where I don't curse at all. You know, and I support those songs just like I support the ones that I do curse. You know, so I'm always light with my words, but I don't have a stance on, you know, I'm I'm not a radical on not saying it. I'm not a radical on saying it. I just, if you use it, you use it. If you don't, you don't, you know. And um, music is just one of those controversial things because it's expression, but at the same time, it holds a power. So I don't, um, I don't have to stand on it. I just do what I do. But um, also with my music, it's also a bigger message because people will look at the N-word but won't look at the full message of my music, which I'm promoting, which is the sexual intellectual, which is to be, you know, comfortable with who you are, but also be intellectual and you know provide information and i think that could be um that could be further looked to in my music as well you know and um you know 
there's people who understand it. You understand it. If you don't, you don't. That's a, um, that's a topic for later. But music is very important. And moving forward, I think music is going to be a big factor in how we express ourselves and how we get through a lot of this turmoil, you know, because it's huge. And a lot of the mainstream music now is black. A lot of the, the world is influenced by black. So we have to figure out where do we belong and how do we capitalize, how do we market it, what do we say it, and things like that in order to, you know, create change and um, create independence within ourselves and within ourselves, but also within this country. You know, we have to create more ownership, you know, and I, I think that's where the N-word really stems from, from us taking a derogatory term and us owning it and making it something else where people can't say it, but we can't, you know, it, it's, it's independence, it's owning something, you know, it's like, okay, I have this black skin, but this is me and I'm cool. You know what I'm saying? It's, you know, you take the power out of it, out of somebody else calling you that, you know, so out of a white person or Asian or whoever, you know, that's why you saying all these people getting punched on the internet from saying it because you can't say that, you know? And I'm not saying we can only say it, but, and I'm not saying we should say it, but that's what we do. You know, and you're not gonna tell somebody to stop. You know, like you said, you can't tell me to stop. What I'm telling you is, one day I do see where I can't make music, where I don't say it. You know, but it's all expression. You know, and it's, it's freedom of speech. You know, and it's how, it's what, it's sometimes it's how you do it, it's not what you do. So, that's why I see it, you know. All right. Well, uh, each generation is different and none of us are saints and each one must teach one. We're in the process of unifying black America and people of color, not only in America, but all across the globe. We're working daily to do that. We're out here to make sure that young brothers like you grow to fruitation, live positive lives, set positive examples, and leave a legacy for your progeny and our tribe so that we can elevate and continue to progress, transition, and grow like everybody else. But the only difference is that not only are we the founders of civilization and the inventors and creators of everything from music, arts, sciences, medicine, psychologies, no matter you name it, we're the founders of it. But we're the most hated and abused people on the planet Earth. And that is basically due to the jealousy of our foundation of civilization and they're stealing of everything that we invented and created and turning into their own with their license and the fact that we have this beautiful beautiful ebony black skin that millions of Caucasians all around the world go to tanning salons to get but would murder us for wearing our own natural, beautiful black skin. And so when you say the N-word, or another black person says the N-word, 
It's not said to be offensive. It's not said for racial intentions. And this is why the example you brought up when a white person says that he gets punched because the white person says it for racial reasons. My thing is, and millions like me, is that the word is a negative. And you mentioned in your music, they well, they, they listen to only that word, but there's a lot of good to my music. And they don't listen. No, I listen to all of your music, everything you sent me. And I can laud at you on it. I praised you on it. And I enjoy the music. But that don't take the fact away that a negative and positive just don't go together. You can't take the negative side of a magnet and make it connect to the positive side. It resists. But if you put the positive side to the positive side, it connects. Your music is beautiful. The message that you have in there is beautiful. But the one word, one thing that destroys the beauty of a painting is when you mar it with a splot or blot. Other words, your music is beautiful. Until you get to the part of the N-word And then it returns to beautiful again After the N-word But your message is received The message that you're trying to sing with the music Is received I understand that it's a generational thing And you don't intend to say it And because it's habitual Ingrained And so I understand And I empathize and sympathize with you And at least you recognize That one day it is your intention to be able to do music without using the N-word. I appreciate you for recognizing that. But the message in your music yeah. is getting out, and I'm going to make sure it gets out. Let's talk about some of that music. Name your best song. Sweet. Name your best song that's most liked and gets the most play right now. <laughs> Funny you say that. Um, I got. I have two. Um, from the project uh, Sexy Saturday, which is the last track. That's uh, one of the favorites. And um, I also have a second one, which is uh, Three Way, which is the third track on that project. Um, my favorite is um, it's probably Sexy Saturday. I love them all, but as a whole, this project is some of my best work production-wise and written-wise and everything, um, arrangement-wise and everything. And um, the Sexy Saturday, it's, um, it's a track just about, you know, it's about, you know, being sexy. You know, just coming in, coming in for who you are and really feeling yourself and enjoying yourself for who you are. And, you know, being confident about that and knowing how to please yourself, knowing how to please, you know, your partner. And um, just, just feeling good, you know. I feel like a lot of times we... Um, can it can it's done without being so back to those it's not about me talking about what I have, it's more so what I feel. And I think that's important because sometimes we don't talk about how we feel. We we like to talk about what we have. Mm. But um it's the substance of how we feel which which really matters at the time it's how, you know, how sexy we are. And as a man, when you feel sexy you, you feel, you know, masculine. You you stand tall in your stature, your hair is cut. Your nails are manicured, you know, your skin is glowing, moisturized, you're not ashy, smelling good, but not for anybody else, but really for yourself, because that's who you are, and that's how you present yourself. So that's really how that song came about, 
And I love that. That's one of the favorite songs because that was what I was really pushing for, for this. I really just wanted to talk about how I felt. And I knew other people would relate to it. And um, a lot of people relate to it, and it's, it's beautiful. And um, I want to shoot a visual for it. When I shoot the visual for it, it's really going to be a favorite because it's, it's really going to really be taken. Everybody's going to enjoy it. I was on how I had made it when I intended it to be what it is today. I like that. Uh, I hope that yeah. I hope that one day uh, the King, Comrade Don, myself, can get down to Atlanta and make a cameo in one of the videos of your rap songs. Is that possible one day? I would love that. I would love that. Like I said, I'm on. Um I'm planning all these videos myself right now. I do everything myself, by the way. So I'm writing my screenplays for uh, the videos and I'm planning to shoot within uh, the next month, within October. That's going to be a really good month for me. So, you know, I keep in touch with you for sure, but shoot, October, that'll be the best time, you know? I'd love to have you in the cameo, especially for Sexy Saturday. Cause as a male, you know, it's, it's males, man, and... um. I just want us to be trade be portrayed as a sexy man. You know what I'm saying? It's just but not for anybody else, for ourselves, you know. Mm. And that's how I think, you know, just moving forward, how we should be presented, you know, not as not as rugged males, not as, you know, roughneck or, you know, ghetto, but put together. Because that's who we are. So I think that would be the perfect video for you to have your cameo in. I would love that. Uh I'm going to uh, be airing some of your videos with your permission that you sent me on my media outlets with an introduction of who you are and so forth. That will be coming up within the next week, I believe. And I wanted to say about the videos that you sent me that I've seen and the music, uh, the camera, uh, the recording, the scenery, uh, the color text, everything is so beautiful and nothing is really perfect, but I don't see any imperfections in any of them. I don't know who you had uh, to do these, but they are excellent and uh, they're tasteful, they're colorful, and they're just beautiful scenic uh, videos. And uh, that's kudos to whoever uh, is on the camera, the lens and the recording of these videos. Just beautiful, brother. I love them. And I'm going to. Uh, I appreciate that. I'm going to be airing them on my outlets, and you will get to see that because I think you are uh, follow me on Instagram, and I follow you on Instagram. And we're talking to Jay Vizzle. Am I correct? Yes, sir. From the Big A, Atlanta, Georgia. Atlanta gets a whole lot of uh, different name tags now. So I'll just stick with Atlanta, Georgia. By the way, I have some relatives, two brothers down in Albany, Georgia. I've never been there, but they live in Albany, Georgia. But I believe that's the tree side of it. And you're more into the city-fired side of Atlanta. I've been to Atlanta before. It's just been about 50 years ago, though. And I intend to get there uh, soon, sometime in my schedule. We're talking to Jay Vizzle, an aspiring rapper who is ready to climb the charts in America, who is an activist, 
who is conscious of black plight in America and actively takes part in protests and merchandising, advertising, marketing the plights of black people so that it can be known and seen by others imprinted on t-shirts, hats, and other clothing. He has his own clothing brand, P-S-A, I believe. Am I correct? Yes, sir. Please stop asking. Please stop asking. And so, all of you in the sound of my voice, please shop with black businesses go out and purchase P S A clothing is owned by a black king Jay Vizzle an up and coming rap star who is for the people of the people and by the people and we must support him in all his endeavors so that he can make an honest living and leave a legacy for his children, grandchildren, and family, and they can leave a legacy likewise. You're live with the King, Comrade Don. New York City, we're in the studio with Jay Vizzle from Atlanta, Georgia, another metropolis similar to New York City. And we're going to be airing this brother's videos and music this week sometime on the King Comrade Don show which will be Instagram TV uh, Facebook page uh, podcast which we're on now and all my other outlets Twitter and so forth and I haven't named them all but we're going to get to in all of his videos that I have in my custody sometime this week and he will be notified prior to their airing. We thank you uh, for coming out tonight, Jay Vizzle. It was hit and go for a minute to connect, but we have spoken by phone and we have spoken by text. And our schedules have conflicted, but I said, let me get this interview over tonight. I've been in the hospital all day since early this morning. I'm exhausted, uh, really. But I said, let me get this, brother, because I don't want him to think I'm playing. As I support and promote only black businesses, that's it. No one else. It's us first, as we were first. But in this day's society and climate, they make us last in everything. But first, in the line to receive injustice and brutalities. And we out in the streets every day fighting to change that. We're encouraging this brother, Jay Vizzle, within his music to use it to change the climate, to reach millions and billions of people worldwide, to see that justice is needed for the black man in America and indeed across the globe. We're asking him to use his music to educate, to teach our youth that there is a better way than negative and as I always say never ever surrender a positive existence to a negative vibe Jay Vizzle 
we want to thank you. Once again, give us your media outlets so people can go and order your music and see your music. Speak clearly and slowly so you can get it all in. Hit it, Jay Vizzle. Hey, bless you, my man. It was great meeting you, great talking to you. Um, I'm really moved, and we're going we gonna to keep in contact for sure. I appreciate the blessings. I appreciate the insight. Um, so y'all want to keep up with me? I'm Jay Vizzle on Instagram, J-V-I-Z-Z-L-E-E. Also, my website, you can my clothes, my music, my blog, photos, keep up with me. Please stop asking.com. Also, Donald, I, I, would, I wanted to, um, I wanted to, um, shed some light. Also, I just updated my website with information on sex clinics down here in Atlanta that offer free testing and screenings for STDs and STIs. I really wanted to, um, inform my people down here because, um, AIDS and HIV is serious down here. And I wanted to educate my people on where they can get tested for um, STDs, STIs, HIV, and other viruses so we can keep ourselves healthy out here and stay protected and continue to um, make love the way we need to. So um, that information is on um, pleasestopasking.com slash the sexual intellectual. You can check that out. I'll be updating my Instagram with that information as well. So I want you guys out here to have safe sex, safe sex, great sex, and all. Let's keep it going, you know. Let's love each other. Let's stay protected. You know, let's stay healthy. This is um, this is our life. So let's keep it moving. Well, you'll have the information, and make sure everybody on your end tune into this podcast, and it's airing, and you'll be notified uh, how to see it and hear it tonight. As soon as I finish editing and putting it up. So I've taken this uh, time out of my schedule, which is a day of mending for me, and to get this done. So I'm going to get it done tonight, and it will go up tonight, and you will be able to uh, tune in tonight, and you let everybody on that end uh, know that they can tune in, and how they'll be able to tune in, and they'll be able to hear this entire interview. I'm glad you brought up the last part about what you're doing in the community uh, for uh, STDs and SCIs and, and so forth. That's beautiful. I love it. And that's what we need. Each one teach one. You're live with the King Comrade down in New York City in the studio with Jay Vizzle from Atlanta, Georgia. I love you, brother. We're going to collaborate. We're going to stay united and we're going to stay in contact until we breathe our last breath on this earth strive to be positive strive to be the best not less and never settle for anything but the best thank you for tuning in with the king comrade don in the studio with jay vizzle peace and love my brother shout out to everybody in atlanta georgia in all parts of georgia jay vizzle say good night to all of them my man, good night to the people out there. Appreciate you again, my man. Till next time, bro. Keep it with you. Peace and love. We out.